Newt Gunray's influence extends farther than we ever imagined. Welcome everybody to Not Uncle to Uncle. This is Watos Vatos, the first ever international coast-to-coast, might as well be worldwide podcast of Star Wars hosted by three ravishing, luscious Latinos, que hola, uh, me llamo Franklin, and uh, I want to pass it off to my man Harpo, because I'm feeling a little under the weather. Well, it's your boy Harpo, your host on the West Coast, who's got the most, and I am proud to be here with these two amazing gentlemen, including a homie Bert. All wings reporting in, and with that, this is Bert, the East Coast contingent, and hopefully we get into some of the wars, because it has been one hell of a ride recently in Star Wars. Sad. Well. It has been one hell of a ride, but I guess as we go around, how's, uh, how's everybody doing? Give the, give the people at home uh, a small, small sample of uh, the host's world. Uh, I'm doing all right. We are, uh, my wife and I both are recovering because we're now older than we used to be and made the fatal mistake of going to a concert at a standing room only venue on Friday. And, uh, yes, yes, we are both incredibly sore and also old. So you have the double edged sword of, you know, having a fun night out and also having to come to grips with your own mortality. No. A similar sentiment is being felt here. Uh, you know, we're we're not all young, spry little guys anymore. So mm-hmm. we pay the price for several days when it comes to concerts and drinking. And yeah, it's ah, uh, it's great. <laughs> no, it's like putting a gun Maybe. in your mouth. Maybe. Well, that's good. I'm I'm all right. You know, I can't. I I ain't mad. I'm I'm under the weather. But let's focus on episode five of Ahsoka. We kind of uh, we kind of left off there in the world between worlds, or was it? That's kind of the first question I want to ask you guys. What was it that we were watching? What was that venue? Um. It, there's been the argument like, oh, it's in Ahsoka's head. That's like her materializing stuff. But it could just be a general connection with the Force. Maybe she was really pulled into the world. And maybe she's only seeing what she needs to be shown at that moment in time. Well, the argument against that is Jason could hear lightsabers. Ah, very much, yeah. Or maybe he was reading her mind. Okay. That 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 would be a uh, he heard something so something was taking place down below, you know, and I would link it to very similar to how the loaf wolves have kind of have light speed kind of, uh, and uh, same as the purgle that we would see later on. There's something there now. It, if it wasn't the world between worlds, it was something adjacent to it where. And we've seen this mentioned with Morgan Elsbeth before, where they mentioned her interacting with Thrawn between space and time, uh, and 
setting that in that order, space and time. So maybe the same way she has interacted with Thrawn is similar to how uh, Ahsoka's interacted through An- with Anakin here. So there's some kind of medium that we're only getting vague. We're not going to get the full answers to, which I think is the best way to go about it. Harpa, what did you make of what we saw? So I personally think it is the world between worlds, but I also don't think Filoni felt like opening that can of, particular can of worms again. Uh, you know, introducing the whole time travel thing to the Star Wars universe was not really received all that well the first time around. And I don't think he wanted to kind of throw that thought into the normies head. So we got this kind of stripped down basic version of it. And I was fine with it personally, but I also kind of like, eh, you know, if you're going to take that shot, you might want to like come up with a different way to do it. But all in all, I thought it was fine. Okay, so this is something that can be accessed through maybe. So my rebuttal to that is, remember when Yoda, there this is the, towards the, what was the, consider what the Netflix lost season of the Clone Wars, uh, when he was hearing Qui-Gon's voice, right? We recall yes. this, both of us here? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, so, that was like the first final episode before they brought back, right? The first final episode, yes. And to really heighten Yoda's uh, force sensitivity, abilities, whatever you want to call it, he went under. Remember, he was put in a tank, you know, and they kept dropping the oxygen levels more and more so he can access certain parts of the force. Yeah, he was force edging. (laughs) Very good. I don't. I I think we could just end it there. (laughs) I think that's a wrap, everybody. Thank you for listening. Uh, Explain what edging is to the viewers in my. No, we're not doing this. We're not. Oh, I think they know for sure. Our listeners, yeah, they know. They are. They've heard their black belt and edging. Think of it's my favorite Aerosmith song, "Living on the Edge." You think that's what it was about? Exactly. <laughs> right. God damn it! I had a point here. It was a good I'm point. Sorry. You clip, you clip me with a fucking good ass joke too, so I can't even be that mad about it. But yes, he was the equivalent of force edging. Yoda was force edging. He was talking to Qui Gon. All right, Qui Gon, somebody who we had just lost. So again, the parallels I'm digging up here are. Both Yoda and Ahsoka being underwater. Now, nobody can read what was going on with Yoda, and, and Jason was able to at, at in this point in time. Uh, that's kind of semantics, though. It's really not. It's really, you know, neither here nor there. But both things are within the realm of time and space that happened. And I, I don't think it was the more I've, I've, di- I've, I've convinced myself that this actually did happen. Maybe not so much a world between worlds type thing. But it was something, and it was something uh, substantial. Now, the other question I heard going around, is that Anakin's Force Ghost? Well, I mean, I I like to think so. I, well, it's, it's tough, right? Because this is, we're also seeing Ahsoka's kind of subconscious, and it's almost more of a dive into, into her guilt, into that character's guilt of leaving him. And it's almost like she's projecting what Anakin 
we get here, right? Because as the conflict, as she's trying to resolve this conflict, we're starting to see Vader Anakin and, you know, we see Clone Wars Anakin, but it's, it's all kind of glitching, right? It's all, so. It's all her confronting like anything that it might've like caused the trauma or whatever she's like going through that's preventing her from going to the next level. Right. So it's a bit of a hybrid between uh, Dagobah and uh, Luke's training, as well as I like to think Yoda going as Jedi edging. I don't fucking remember. Uh, (laughs) Thank you, Harpo. Thank you. Uh, All right. So general thoughts on the episode. Do we want to we want to go around here? Um, You know, Bert, you want to start us off then Harpo and then I'll get to my stuff. Sure. I had one moment in the episode where I had a little mini heart attack of like, oh no, don't do this. And that's when Jason got down and Hera's like, oh, go with Chopper and watch him. I'm like, fuck, are we going to get like another fruit hunting episode or some shit from <laughs> for this show now? It's like, hey, what is this kid in the drawer going to get up to today? It's like, oh, I'm so glad they didn't do that shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, wasn't there a Clone Wars episode where they were shopping for a party? And like R2 and 3PO got kidnapped by Cad Bane? Yes, yes. <laughs> like the droids are out and about. That's a good Cad Bane. Thank you. Uh, yeah, like, I didn't want it to be like a fucking filler shit. And then I, we were not gifted that. Unfortunately, we were gifted this art instead. It, it was fantastic. Like, I didn't think they could like go like top themselves from the previous episode but this shit is like it was wow it was a great episode what is specifically uh what caught your eye most about it i mean what we're touching on now about ahsoka and what we're assuming is a world between worlds and essentially this is her facing her trials to become a jedi knight because i'm assuming that after she is a full-fledged jedi knight right I think so. I mean, Harpo, what what do you say here? And everybody's all these stupid YouTube things are like she's now Ahsoka the White and just like uh fucking spare me with this shit. Yeah. I mean, yeah, as far as I'm concerned, Anakin was her master, and if he says she's done, who am I to argue? Fair enough. We did what get did a little think? bit of that in Rebels, by the way, with Kanan. Oh, that's, that's true. true. So this is again yeah. a very similar experience, and that wasn't a world between worlds. That was a temple. That was him facing, uh, kind of learning the identity of the the, the chief inquisitor, the head inquisitor, the grand inquisitor, grand inquisitor. I keep thinking head inquisitor for all the fucking uh, for the fucking headgate we had to deal with after the first Kenobi episode. It's like, why is it oh, his yes. head shaped like a football? Like that doesn't matter as as much, <laughs> believe it or not. It's like, you want to get too cartoony, be careful what you ask for, please. It can get very cartoony, uh, as we've seen. I don't want to see Ezra show up in fucking bright orange gear is all I want to I say here. This isn't an episode of Doug, you know, like, fucking hell. Uh, Harpa, what did you make of the episode overall? So for me, this this episode was perfect. Like, the Clone Wars stuff... To see Hayden Christensen somehow have the exact same physical mannerisms as Clone Wars Anakin, it was just mind-blowing. Like, I don't know, I it was so much better than I had could have even hoped for. 
uh, just the way like when they're they're advancing and you know you're just randomly blocking uh, blaster bolts, just the same way animated Anakin did, and uh, that young lady they brought in to play uh, young Ahsoka was freaking perfect and i'm sure ashley Eckstein's just back at home seething even further and further into a rage <laughs> yeah and just oh, man getting to see rex and uh, feloni he got me because he like at one point in the interview somebody asked him they were like is rex gonna appear in Ahsoka, and he's like, "Hey, you know what? I'm going to answer this. I'm going to say yes. Rex will appear in Ahsoka. Okay, well, Rex appeared <laughs> in Ahsoka. He got me. <laughs> he got me. I thought it was going to be old man Rex, but nope. He got me. Still time, but not that much time uh, for old man Rex. You know. And I'm I'm super happy that they've advanced the plot, and now because uh, I'm assuming the B story is going to be Hera's uh, court martial or whatever the New Republic's going to put her through. Judge, and... judge Nine Numb at the fucking uh... <laughs> <laughs> just just get everybody you know fucking yeah, have Akbar show up yeah. as a character witness. Yeah. Uh, have Zeb can testify on her behalf. That's that's kind of a bummer that we haven't seen Zeb because I know we got him in uh, the last season of Mando where he's one of the the uh what are they called the rangers the x-wing like carson yeah the rangers of the new republic yeah and so i was like oh maybe you know maybe we might get zeb but, you I, think know, we I, gotta, be... I think we gotta get zeb if they went through all that trouble i think at some point last episode maybe um yeah yeah so one of the things that i'm really excited because let's be honest uh the uh, Star Wars universe has got to be really, really small, and everything seems to take place in, you know, one of five planets yeah. or types of planets. We're headed to an uncharted region of the galaxy now, where anything is possible, and that has me super excited. I know there's people who are kind of like, "Oh, I don't know about this." It's, I'm just, you know, I just want you to know. I trust in the Filoni. Uh, he's brought me safe so far, and uh, now is not the time to bail on the man. But I think we're going to be in for something completely different. And there's also been like people who are announced on the, that are going to be on the show that we haven't even seen yet. So, uh, in addition to obviously Thrawn, uh, we have. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with the actor Wes Chatham. Uh, he is this is he British? huge guy. No, he's American. Uh, he's uh, I don't. I take it you gentlemen did not watch The Expanse. No, no. Okay, it's a, it's a sci-fi show. It's is the one Edge was on. Uh, no, <laughs> you know the one uh, I'm talking about, is, though, right? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh, it's a really good science fiction show that's based on a really good set of books. It's like in the future, there's. Like, people who live on Earth, there's people who live on Mars, and then there's people who live, like, on the asteroid belts between Earth and Mars that are more or less, like, I would say, like, indentured servants. And it's, like, like all this geopolitical stuff that goes on. Well, Wes Chatham plays this guy named Amos Burton, who is, like, a dead-eyed, soulless 
kind of like killing machine, but he's also a mechanic and he's really nice to his crew, but he also is like capable of being totally like evil and sadistic. And he's rumored to play it just all they said in the description is Thrawn's right hand man. Now, so, hold up a second. We did kind of see his right hand man in Mando, did we not? In that round table, that hologram round table is like, well, where's your boy Thrawn? Yeah, no, it's not Captain Pelion. That's what I was saying. Yeah, Captain he's def- yeah, he's definitely not playing Captain Pelion. So, my, I now Rook the Nogra, he appeared in Rebels. Yes. Did he die in Rebels? I don't... Did he take, like, a... I feel like he got, like, a fucking slam off of uh, one of the hyperdrive things or whatever, just, like, on those no-railing fucking things. Zeb just fucking... Yeah. I think Zeb just fucking... Zeb took him out, I yeah. I so. remember. I don't... I, I can't confer. I, I don't... Yeah, I, I don't remember him getting, uh... Getting, uh, locked up. So, he's either gonna... I, I don't know. I hope they don't use him as a no-grind, because... West Chatham is huge, and I feel like the Nogri weren't, like, you know, bigger than human no, size. No. They were, like, but they were just incredibly strong. Right. So I'm thinking, I'm hoping, this is just, like, uh, I read the new Thrawn books, but I read them a long time ago. He has a guy that he met when he was in the Imperial Academy that he kind of, like, dragged along with him to success. So and these are the I'm canon books, maybe, right? He's, uh, yeah, the new gotcha. canon books, and I'm thinking maybe that's the guy he's gonna play, or it could just be some somebody totally new. So that's one of the things that I've just been kind of sitting on because I freaking love Wes Chatham; he's amazing. And the fact that he's gonna be in Star Wars, I think a lot of people are gonna be impressed with. Him. Well, the casting has overall just been I I I couldn't. Uh, did I mention the casting last episode? Very smart, yeah. very smart casting. Very smart. You know, there was one scene. Uh, early on, I don't. It, it could it could be on one perfect shot if you ask me. There's one scene early <laughs> on of Hera that I thought, you know, the director in this case really uh just captured the character's essence. But it's almost yeah. like they studied the filming techniques of New Japan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so my thoughts here. Uh. I'm I, similar to Harpo. I'm glad we're gonna see uh, a new galaxy. I feel like there's a lot of pressure on that. This is a chance to go completely absurd and not have to obey any rules of like Star Wars. You know what I mean? Like, there's no there's no need to have you know you're not tied down to anything. You can get as fucking wild exactly. and weird as you'd like. So I would like to see them fully utilize that. I know some people are like. <laughs> what if they just end up in fucking Tatooine too? There, you know, uh, which would suck. So give me some. I mean, Jakku. <laughs> Thank you, Tatooine three. Then, thank you. Uh, so give me something fucking different. Give me something weird. That that especially is what I, I would like to see. Um, my other note here: uh, I did enjoy the episode. I felt it could have just been more uh, Anakin, and uh, the the last few minutes of getting out of there could have been like five minutes to be honest, but, you know, that's my take on it. Uh, I feel with this episode, I just, I get annoyed at the volume, and that is also just me being hyper-aware, because in the flashbacks, as cool as they were, and I don't mind it being a haze, I don't mind that, you know, I I get it. You're not gonna fully reproduce Mandalore or uh, the other planet they were on for their first mission, but 
it also just feels like it feels tight. And I think ultimately it's kind of my main point of everything. And you'll hear me always say it. Star Wars belongs in the theaters. It needs a big ass budget. It needs to be able to do cool shit and expand. Uh, you know, they managed to pull it off with Andor and that was not in the fucking volume though. I think Mon Mothma, Mon Mothma's apartment was in the volume. That's fine. Or homeboy shop. Love to go there someday. Uh, Luthen Rails shop and uh, get some nicknames. Oh, you're not getting in there. They're not like my ass in there. No. If you if you had a limited budget, what would you buy from the shop? Oh man, that's a fucking. I'd have to see what's available again. They definitely had some cool ass old weapons. Uh, They probably, you know, who probably went there a lot. Uh, Guy from Solo, the guy who had all that cool shit. Yeah, yeah, got the fucked up face in Solo. Oh, uh, Verdian Dross. Dryden Dryden Voss. Well done, everybody. Dryden Voss probably fucking shops there a shit ton. Uh, That's my other point. Do you think they have, like, you think they have a beaded curtain section (laughs) Oh, yeah, there's a pervert section in fucking Luthan Rail Shop. Uh, I would like Yoda's mummified penis. (laughs) (laughs) That's where you find the exclusive Yaddle flesh. Well, Yoda's still alive during uh, Andor, so it wouldn't be. (laughs) But, yeah. Yes. There's definitely some perverted Moncala flesh molds in the back room. Just like a Rodian dildo. <laughs> God damn it, guys. God damn it. I'm trying to talk about this show. Um, that's my thing. Andor has looked, has looked fucking amazing overall on terms of scope and not feeling bogged in like I'm in a dome all the time. You know what I mean? Uh, see, I'm glad we're yeah. leaving Cedos. Um, I hope shit opens up a little more because I can. you can just tell sometimes. You can just tell... And it just, it, it takes a little bit away. Not too much. I still enjoy the episode a lot. It takes a little bit away when it's like, yep, that's the volume. Yep. Like, they're not going through those woods because they'd go through a screen, you know, kind of thing. So, again, nitpicking, I, but still. Oh, and while you're picking nits, I got one yeah. tiny one. So, they do this, I've noticed a lot on these, these uh, TV series. Uh, with Chopper's descending down the ramp with Jason, right when he gets to the bottom, cut away. Cut away. So you <laughs> cut away. I mean, they weren't going to show R2 climb every stair in Naboo either. <laughs> Why not? Why not? I don't know. He has the jet boosters, uh, you know. But... Yeah, give himself a little bump to get up that ledge, you know? <laughs> yeah. All right. So that, that was it for me. Uh, I have one question I want to ask you guys. Um, what Clone Wars flashback do you wish they did choose uh, or go back to? Because we saw them go to the, the Siege of Mandalore, and Anakin's like, I wasn't here for this. I don't remember this. Oh, the Battle of uh, Mon Cala. Oh, you want to see them underwater? Just so I can see shirtless, yeah, shirtless Kit Fisto. <laughs> That's really good. That's a really good one. God. Imagine the amount it would take to produce that and not to not have it look like shit, I should specify. Yeah, who are you, who's got the six-pack... The abs that could possibly play Kit Fisto convincingly. Fuck. Like Channing Tatum, maybe? He's going to show the machine Brian Cage. <laughs> Douse his ass in green. Uh, Channing Tatum would be an excellent Kit Fisto. Uh, Bert, you have any preferences of where they, they could have gone and uh, visited as they did in the Clone Wars? Yeah, Ahsoka should have peeked in right before the moment of Doku's death and warned him, hey, don't shit your pants, old man. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) Um, I have a few. Okay. They could have gone to the D-Squad arc. 
I would have liked to have seen. I know neither of them was there. I don't care. Go through in D Squad. Help them out. Help out the little droids. Okay. Uh, the episode where Jar Jar Binks fucks. Uh, it was like one of the la- la- later seasons. He's with Mace Windu, and uh, he's trying. He's being seduced by like the Queen there, and like they're exploring people disappearing. Oh, yeah. yeah. No. Okay. Uh, the episode where yeah, the episode where Jar Jar Binks uh, uh, pretends to be a Jedi Knight. Um. Oh yes. <laughs> the episode where Jar Jar didn't he pretend to be like a like a yeah he he pretended to be like a Jedi like oh you look just like him, which. Which you know, okay, you know. Now, didn't they uh, get the the Jar Jar Sif meme from that episode with him in the robes and the yellow eyes popping out? They they may have, yeah. yeah, yeah. There might might have been one of those. I also just feel like they got that from the Kermit image, the dark sided Kermit, and they just got. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would love to see that episode specifically. Get get into where uh, Jar Jar and Padme decide he looks just like another Jedi, you know. And you know what? The Gungans believed it, so you know, that's who who am I to say? You know, uh, the told the Toldarian exactly. episode where they're having uh, trouble figuring out which side to join between uh, the Separatists and the Republic. Liked it. Oh, that's that's one of the first episodes. Yeah, I like I like to learn a little bit. That was a that was a great episode. <laughs> Just show them showing up during trade disputes, man. That's the heart. Of, that's the real heart of the Clone Wars. Where Yoda takes a guy's blaster, like blaster rifle, and turns it into a like a, a crutch for him. <laughs> that was awesome. Some real field medicine. Oh no, wait! I I have I have my real answer here. Okay. The most exciting Clone Wars episode when they have to take the, the mission to the was it the banking planet and ask for a loan. <laughs> the Republic needs money to continue funding. It's like, oh, the banking clan, which Filoni, I don't think, has the balls to put them to live no, action. Just say no, 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 no. <laughs> lessons lessons learned. We'll follow yeah. that under. Follow that under. Yeah. Lessons learned. <laughs> <laughs> Same reason we won't see a lot of characters, uh, uh, rightfully. I should no say. new gun rave. <laughs> no, no, uh, no. And he's like a legacy character in my in my opinion. That's right. He was in yeah, all three prequels. Have the Clone Wars yeah, that's that's enough to be considered a legacy in my in my opinion. Like you know, Hayden is a legacy character. You know, Hayden Anakin, I should say. Like, say, say yeah. Sorry. So I, I wanted to bring this up to you fellas. So we've seen how uh, Mandalorian gave Ahmed Best a chance to, you know, kind of go out on his own terms. And now we see Hayden Christensen getting to, you know, do something that's, you know, intelligently written. Almost as good as say. Jumper. Uh, yes. That's almost, my review almost. of this episode, by the way. It was almost as good as Jumper. Almost as good as Jumper. Uh, it's, I don't, I'm happy that they got to, you know, have a better experience than they previously had had with Star Wars. But much like how the clones are the real victims of the Clone Wars... I feel bad that Jake Lloyd is never going to really get a way to kind of go out on it, you know, go out on top like that. I feel like that book has been. Oh, you never know, but it is a bummer, you know, it is a, it is a really upsetting, you know, a a kid, a child who's got grown men, you know, yelling and screaming at him because they didn't like the words that somebody else wrote for him to say. Like, yeah. what the fuck are we as a species? Yeah, we're really, we're the ones that need redemption, you know? 
<laughs> more than anything but yeah that w- it would be nice to true. you know just for them to turn it around in general i just want to find out if he ends up okay that's all i yeah, want yeah, like, yeah. i know things have been super it's rough fucking, on him yeah. <laughs> and again if i had been you know nine ten years old and you know was at conventions and had nerds raging in my face about so just imagine being a kid and be like holy shit i'm gonna be in star God. wars and then and then it ends up ruining your life like, it's just and not crazy. only that like dealing doing conventions and like you know somebody's just like come on admit it you had help to blow up the trade federation ship there's no way that your ion cannons can penetrate that shield <laughs> it's like I've read the technical <laughs> manuals, sir. I will have you know there is no way that a Naboo Starfighter could possibly even have done if it's that. in within the starship. Hey, look, I got the visual dictionary here. Yeah, that's a good those visual dictionaries. They're just the fucking best books in humanity. I think they're just oh, the yeah. greatest. It's all pictures and like, and it's like this weapon does this, and you're just like awesome. I had. Uh... One of the super old ones. The essential and guide to vehicles? In my the orange enti- one? Yeah. Yep. Yep. And in my entire high school career, I never got in trouble or anything except one time. And I was sentenced to Saturday school. And so I brought that technical uh, manual. I was planning on just reading it the whole time. But one of the ne'er-do-wells who is always there, he uh, may have tempted young harpo to the dark side with a tab of acid <laughs> and uh so i sat there for for like four hours just reading that and l- while on acid and like the x wing i remember flipping open to like an x-wing page and the x-wing just slowly like rose up the page and flew away well, at least you know the whole technical readout of it god that is incredible i I remember bringing it in like sixth grade because we had like mandatory reading for like homeroom for like 20 minutes and just bringing that thing every day um probably not the fucking coolest uh believe it or not either but uh yeah Yeah, i remember seeing the cutaway of the lightsaber i'm like oh this doesn't look so hard i only need this what the hell's a kyber crystal (laughs) I'm sure I can find one of those. I can get the metal, I can get the hilt, I can get all this, and just this one crystal. Uh, did you ever see, like, the ads for, like, the $500, like, lightsaber in, like, the Star Wars or, like, the Disney Insider magazine, and, like, they'd have it there? And I was, like, $500 oh, yeah. and as a kid. Uh, just, well, I mean, you're just a little bit older than us, Harpo, so you probably didn't think so. But me being, like, you know, it's $500. This shit might actually work. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, one of my friends, he collects like those super high end uh, lightsaber hilts, and it's like every time I go over to his house, he's like, "Dude, check this out!" And he, like he'll pull it out. He goes, "Do you recognize it?" And I'm like, "No." And he'll be like, "Oh, this is Calcasus's <laughs> lightsaber." I'm like, "Oh, sweet, dude, that's pretty cool." And it's like, like who might have you know foo foo somebody's. Uh, you know, choice of what they buy, but it's like, I'm like, okay, cool. Well, uh, was it like a used prop or something? He's like, oh no, this is just a replica. It was like nine hundred dollars. I'm like, fuck. I do not piss on myself. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot I was on soundboard here. My apologies, everybody. 
So, just trying to catch up here. Uh, so, okay. So, I think we've covered the episode pretty well. Uh, Do you remember oh, way before, like, Disney, like, ever got a hold of Star Wars, that all these props were always on display at the Sharper Image at your local mall? Yes. What was they, up with that? They sold like the Master Repetha stuff at that time before Hasbro bought them. And you would always see, well, at least the one mine, they had the full-size, life-size Boba Fett, the life-size Han Solo and Carbonite, and Vader's lightsaber, like, consistently at the store. At the Dayland, Dayland Mall? I always thought yeah. that was so weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I vaguely remember it, but that's fucking sharper image, man. What a fucking store. That's... That's just baller ass shit right there. R.I.P. Man, they need to bring it back. I mean, that's a loss that we have yet to recover yeah, from. Because, like, imagine, dude, those massaging chairs. Everything was cool. Everything. Oh my god! Imagine Did you guys think that when from. you're when you would become an adult man, this is exclusively where I was going to buy everything from? <laughs> I would say it'd be a success. Seriously? Be, no, because I would have to like picture myself being super successful to buy much from there. Like this fucking place is expensive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like it sucks because once it went away it kind of got Brookstone. replaced by the uh as seen on okay. television shop where it's like they sell everything from like that's usually on an infomercial or they say oh won't you're like oh the, you can only buy it here it won't be in stores and then they literally have a store <laughs> that just sells it. oh yeah <laughs> as seen on tv yes well can i tell you Hey, Slick, pop a beer and everything seems twice as good. Yes, sir. Damn right. All right. Creeper, creeper, no. Took jewels. We took All right, any predictions for the next episode? Quickly, uh, Bert? I mean, they last where we left them, they're riding the mouth of a whale into a different galaxy, so <laughs> I think we're getting, hopefully, like, what you guys were t- touching on of a brand new experience, like, is it going to be Exegol? Is it going to be some... Exegol is not is part of the, uh, the Unknown Regions, which is part of that galaxy. So it will not be Exegol because it is strictly... That's what, still within the galaxy. That's just Unknown Regions. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, we might get fucking backwards, upside down world where <laughs> you, you talk out of your butt. No? <laughs> uh, you you expecting to see... Uh, when, I, when they were going inside the whale with the ship... Maybe like somebody back there, like oh Steve Buscemi, just kind of like yeah, I'm just going here for a free ride, just riding a tiny boat in the belly of a whale. <laughs> just like there's like a band <laughs> of hobos that just kind of like go from purgle yes! to purgle. Bunch of hobos. It's like a Pee Wee's, like a Pee Wee's big adventure. And I don't care. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> get a bunch of space hobos. <laughs> Uncle Howard uh, was talking about uh, wanting to uh, be a wrestling hobo and have that PS gimmick. You know. Oh, dude! If I had the money, I would be like totally be like that dipshit that goes to all the WWE events with the red hat. Yeah, just 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 be dressed I, as a hobo front row. Yeah, just yeah, carry a bindle, front row front homeless row guy. Homeless guy. <laughs> you could shit yourself, and it's just beating character at that point. There's like some story probably like ten years ago about this guy whose dad, like this major league baseball player whose dad would like drive from town to town wherever yeah. he was playing, and it had like he had ter- taken like a t- one of those like small landscaper trailers, 
that are like enclosed and like put like a bed in it. He would just like sleep in the parking lot of the Walmart wherever his son was playing. And he was like, I think my dad's technically (laughs) homeless now. I would be that for AEW. Yeah, I'm not going to lie and say, oh, that's nerdy. Like, I'd never do something like that. I mean, that's, you know, especially if I get to hear. The best song in the world. When that played in Wembley, guys, I was fucking pumped. Uh, So... (laughs) All right, let's move on. Actually, I, I do have a Jeff Jarrett update. Can we do that? All right, let me get that right. Absolutely. <laughs> Jeff Jarrett wrestled on Rampage this week in an eight-man tag with The Butcher, The Blade, and Jay Lethal. I claim this to be my match of the year because uh, we got to see Satnam Singh. He, did a, he, got, he got involved. You had uh, Penelope and the Bunny involved as well. You had, you know, at the end, I think, uh, oh, The Righteous came out. Everybody's favorite to see at midnight when you're forced to sit during ROH tapings <laughs> after AEW. Love to see, love to hear The Righteous come out and, you know, snap their fingers and wrestle fucking three times in the span of 15 minutes. Uh, That'll but put asses in the seats. <laughs> well, I, I have nothing against they're They're fine. It's just, yeah. Um, but no, Jeff Jarrett update. You know, he, he didn't win, but another match of the year to add to the old uh, list there, Connie. Oh, for sure. Uh, my favorite part, too, my favorite non-Jeff Jarrett part, I don't remember who it was, but somebody did a dive and yes. sat him, just caught them, and then just deposited <laughs> them to the floor. It was the coolest was it, thing uh, ever. It was an Abrahantis, was it? No, he he was successful. Oh, yeah, what was up with letting God, that nerd get yeah. involved? <laughs> I don't know. He did the splash in the pool dive, the best too. Part... He did the splash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is really it. And then, and then, speaking of the righteous, on uh, Collision, they went over That's... the uh, Hardy Brothers. <laughs> That's, uh, yeah, Jeff, you might you might be on borrowed time, sir, just Man. to FYI. I as much as I would travel and see AEW, man, what they did to uh to me, Bird and Company, you know, unforgivable. I mean, that's a hostage situation. There's no two <laughs> if ways you about are it. Not allowed to move down to the first few rows for Ring of Honor tapings. Ring of Honor tapings. You know. To watch uh, Brock Anderson in all his glory. I shouldn't be sitting down and find out Brock Anderson has a Titantron. I shouldn't be. I. I. I nobody should have to find that out. <laughs> oh, the best part is eight or um, ROH continuing to have a television title without a television show is a. It's certainly <laughs> it really a choice. Is. And six man titles for whatever reason that they just like. <laughs> Do they even have six men? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so that's my Jeff Jarrett update, everybody. I think, uh, yeah. Thank you. Nicely done. We're just living in it. <laughs> that's right. Get some cash <laughs> for gold uh, when you have the chance. Uh, all right. Anything else outside of Star Wars you guys want to cover? Let's uh, Grand see. Slam uh, is coming up. Uh, Eddie oh, wait. We got to talk about the rumors, though. Uh, we might be losing Jade Cargill to New York. That's uh, that's that's a big. Oh, they yeah. fucked up. They fucked up big time. 
big time. There's no two ways about it. Like, there's no spin you can put. It's just, you know. Yeah, that that's one you don't want to like get away. Like for sure. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I don't. I, I I I just get angry if I really go into it and then sound nerdy. You know. You know, everyone's like, "Oh, she's gonna do great." It's like you know, we're never gonna hear "Cut the shit, Tony" ever again. Like, no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she'll do great with whatever, but it's just, yeah, it's not a fan. I remember some of the nerds were like, "Oh yeah, like they're gonna start off in NXT, so she gets polished." I'm like, she's wrestled on TV and pay per views, and is better than like ninety percent of the NXT current roster. Right, I, I I don't think she needs to be up to the Nia Jax standard of, uh, you know, or whatever MAGA women they have now. There's like four of them. They're all like, they all have different variations of this of some of their same name. It's like Zoe and Raquel and yeah, not a fan, not a fan. Yeah, I mean, you know, there was a time where. Somebody going to WWE was yeah. When an indie guy, when somebody making you know? chump change for sure, right? Yeah, and like even like when Jericho went, you were like, "Oh, good, we're finally yes. going to get to see what he can do," and we did. But that was what twenty right. something years ago now. Not to date <laughs> ourselves, but it's man. funny now when somebody's like, "Yeah, I'm going to WWE. Like, I, I made it." You know, it's like, dude, you and like four hundred other people, like now, like give me a fucking like that huge ass roster. Like, I fucking made it, man. It's like, that's great, dude. I'm really fucking ga- glad for you, man. But like, even the guaranteed contracts don't mean shit. Assuming it's signed you to a three year, hell, they'll fire you in six months. Like, yeah, with whatever clause to get out of it. And then sign you back to a worse contract. Yeah, that's what they've been doing. And it's like, like it, I, I want to take some uh, bets now. What do you, What do you guys think her name is going to be? What do you think Pillman Junior's uh, name is going to be? Yeah, because they didn't even like Rex Steiner keep his name despite it being a awesome government name. Like, oh, did you guys ever see that table of three with uh, Broad Breaker with no, his dad and Scott Ooh, Steiner? No. Okay. It's worth watching just because at one point, like, uh, Scott asked, Fun asked him, So, how come you didn't use the family name? And he goes, Well, you know, I kind of just wanted to carve my own, you know, path in the business. And then Scott goes, Oh, yeah, I guess that's why you're using all of our ah! moves and wearing our colors. <laughs> he, gave, he gave, like, the office answer there, though. He's like, I want to carve my own path yeah, and not definitely. rely on this. It's like the fucking uh, Michael McGillicuddy, uh, Curtis Axel answer. Yeah, <laughs> so stupid. Uh, I'm gonna take my dad's maiden name and my <laughs> grandfather's working name. It's like what? <laughs> That's even more confusing. That's even <laughs> fucking guy. Well, you know, one of the great, one of the wrestlers of all time, Curtis Axel. The genesis <laughs> of McGillicuddy. Yeah. So. The only bigger failure from that era of NXT was uh, yeah, Richie rough Steamboat. break there, rough break. Uh, his dad retired; he just quit. <laughs> that was my favorite like yeah. message board thing. Ricky Steamboat retired. This fucking guy quit. It's like okay, <laughs> so he quit. Like... <laughs> did you did you guys uh, catch MJF dropping the Steiner math promo? No. Yeah, I, I was, was watching. Hilarious. I'm like, wait. I live for this shit. <laughs> I was like watching. I'm like, wait a minute. What's he doing here? <laughs> I was like, I know this. Was this on collision? I haven't seen it yet. 
It was on Dynamite, I believe. Oh, I missed it. No, this is on Dynamite. Yeah, he's like, oh, he's like sixty percent <laughs> chance of beating me. But then, like, he, <laughs> I was like, oh my god, he's doing it. He's actually doing That's it. That's awesome. I have to rewatch that. Fuck. Fucking hell. Uh, all right, so the cream of the crop. I think that's pretty solid for outside of uh, a of uh, Star Wars, right? It's still Star Wars adjacent. Yep. Uh, hey, if you if you Wars. watch enough Dynamite, they're gonna play Rogue One right after. You know, <laughs> that's true. It's just yeah. Anything that comes on before Revenge of the Sith is a Star Wars. Rogue One or the cleaner, <laughs> the accountant. That's the accountant. Account, that's right. Omega's the, the cleaner. The Never have I seen a movie's ending so many times without seeing 90%. Without actually watching. Yeah, I know the last five minutes of that movie by heart. I've never seen the impressive. I, I will be happy if I never catch the last three minutes of Big Bang Fury again. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, don't sleep on young Sheldon. Don't sleep on young Sheldon. I, I've gotten through like 12 minutes of young Sheldon post AEW just being lazy on my phone. I'm just like, yeah, it's okay. Oh, yeah, that's how I do it too. I'll be like, I should get up and change. I should like go grab the remote and change this. But I'm in the middle of Marvel Snap. So as soon as this match is over, and then next thing I know, I'm halfway through a young Sheldon. And nobody needs to do that. That doesn't give you the right to call me a cuck. Oh, agree to disagree Maybe. there. <laughs> disagree, <laughs> Chancellor Valor. Disagree. Uh, All right, so uh, let's let's close it off here then. Harpo, you got any legends, board game, PC game, kind of a history lesson to uh, provide to me and Bert this week? Well, it's more. This is actually a contemporary thing because uh, last week we did a little. I did a little uh, Star yeah, Wars yeah. Shatterpoint for you. Uh, if you've ever, if anybody listening to this was curious about that game, uh, next year there's going to be a shit ton of new stuff coming out. They announced, uh, like they showed pictures of uh, new miniatures of uh, set with uh, Jedi Luke Skywalker with Leia in her Bosch uh, costume. With uh, Chewie and Lando in his uh, Jabba's Palace mm-hmm. guard garb, uh, they announced. What else? Oh my god, there were so many. I was trying to keep track of them. They were just dumping, like, because there was this huge convention over the weekend. And uh, there's two different Ewok sets coming out. So for those of you who've, uh, you know, you're down with the little furry guys. You can get yourself a team of Ewoks and you can kill some stormtroopers that they also announced with uh, Vader leading the charge. With and this is all for Shatterpoint? Uh, yeah, this is all for Star Wars Shatterpoint. And uh, if you know, if you wanted to take the dive, it, this might be the time to do it because nice. this game's about to get huge. Uh, it's, it's, they uh, ended their, pre- they did like this hour long presentation where they were showing like all the minis that are coming out next year. And then at the very end, they showed a like concept art of big uh, ass Rebels. titties. <laughs> yeah. Yep. They did it. Hera's <laughs> in it. Uh, <laughs> they also announced a uh, master Plo Koon with uh, uh, the wolf pack and uh, uh, what's uh, his name? Colonel Lauren. That oh. one of the clones. No, the wolf, the no, clone. No, gotcha, the gotcha, gotcha. wolf, the clone. 
Yeah, with the wolf pack. We used one of the ones that ended up. Ah, was he the, the goofy one? <laughs> yeah. Yep. The, the, the one that was all sixes and sevens. Was he baby. one of the ones that died near the end of Rebels? Yeah. He's like, right. I wouldn't have done it. And, yes. You know, yeah. But they they ended it with a teaser of a of uh, artwork for Grand Admiral Thrawn. Uh-huh. So yeah, this. This game, because it started out like the core set is all during the uh, Galactic, uh, or during the uh, the Republic era. And they were kind of slow dripping in, like they did a, released a Vader and Obi-Wan that could be used in a different era. So we're about to get into the Galactic Civil War era of this game. And from there... Anything? Oh, that's the other thing they announced too was a a Mando set with uh, Mando and Grogu on one base with Grief Karga nice. and IG Eleven. Uh, who from Rebels is in this game? Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. Um, they haven't released anyone from Rebels yet, but they showed the concept uh-huh. art of uh, Zeb and anybody her, basically the whole crew of the Ghost. Anybody else? Okay. Uh, Kanan, Ezra, um. Uh, so far, the only people that you I could say that are in Rebels that are currently in the game, uh-huh. there's Ahsoka uh-huh. and uh, Rex. And I'm trying to think, who's that? Who's that? Who's that pilot that from Rebels? Oh, like the really game. great pilot. Flies a ghost. Um, what? What? Hera? Man, fucking... T- oh, you gosh. son of a bitch. You, I, you got me. Fuck. You got me, you magnificent <laughs> bastard. I'm sorry. God. I am I'm so sorry. I'm dying here, just like... Oh. Don't be sorry. It's, I am so sorry. <laughs> you led me so down the primrose path. <laughs> but also, uh, to seriously answer your fake question, the Grand Inquisitor is also in the game. Like... I have that set painted. It's uh, the Grand Inquisitor and Reva from uh, Kenobi and the fifth brother and the seventh sister. So I love gold. I'm I'm telling you folks, this game, this game's going to be huge. If you got like, you know, one or two buddies that you, you know, might want to split it. Maybe you don't want to spend $80 or, on a whole core set. Maybe you, you just only like half the minis. Get your buddy to go in half. With I you. love you it. I like wish I, I, I don't have buddies here. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I could. Oh, but someday. you could. Yeah. You could someday. <laughs> there's a, I don't, I'm not sure which part you're in, but I know in London there's like a, a gaming, like a board game slash pub type of, of a uh-huh. chain called Draft. And, uh, you know, maybe walk, walk in there one of these days and uh, you know, spit out <laughs> some uh, in-betweener lines and uh, oh, maybe make yourself idea. some new mates. I like that. I like that a lot. Well, I had a wank this morning thinking about your mum's tits. That. Is that a lie? <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. In that exact same <laughs> Thank you. Uh, See, that's, that's paying that. me back. That's the paying it forward there. I had, I had <laughs> two... From there, from in between or I think I even don't have that one anymore. So I'd have that one. Yeah, yeah. That's oh, that's painted forward. That's good. That's All a right. good one. So I think we're good. No. 
Um, Harpo, did you hear anything about the upcoming MMO that they were supposed to put out soon? I think it's Galaxy Heroes. No. Or Galaxy Heroes was the old MMO. They're doing like a new one. There, there was the Fortnite Star Wars oh. game for the Switch that they had that's just been in developmental hell for a while because Fortnite already has Star Wars characters. You guys know what I'm talking about? It was, it was like Star yeah, Wars. Yeah. It's no main characters. It's all like Stormtroopers and like other like and Mandalorians. It just like it's very Fortnite-esque, like the kind of colorfulness of it. Uh, uh, like, it's it's called Outlaws. Sorry, Outlaws. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's right. Because now uh, EA's exclusive contract with mm-hmm. Star Wars is up, so now there's all these other games that have been like kind of secretly in development are being announced. I think. Sweet. Oh, and uh, I've in this link I found there the. Um, that trailer that dropped about a couple months to a year ago for that crazy, like, way back when, not High Republic era game that's supposed to be coming out. Right, there's, like, protest and or, like, there's, like, negative stuff about it. I don't know. Don't ask me. Don't ask me. I don't know. Well, I think it's something to do with the developer of the studio. There was, like, some bad shit that came out about them. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah, well, you know, you can't walk into a video. You walk into any video game studio, you throw a <laughs> stick, you're gonna hit a perm. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, so there's, there's a, uh, so yeah, Outlaws is the one that's gonna be coming out uh, next year for like PS5 and like Xbox, right? And it's like uh, immersive. Yeah, I saw. Does look cool. Does look cool. cool. No update on the Fortnite Star Wars game, uh, but yeah. Oh, I gotta ask you guys this. Have any of you played the AEW oh, yeah. game? Okay. Have you played the like I love the it, yeah. stadium stampede mode? Mm-hmm. I mean it's really? I mean, let me let me make something clear I... here. Okay, so it wasn't what I thought it would be, because you could only do like two moves, like scoop slams and like your finisher. Uh what that game got me to discover is oh wait a second. Why am I playing a shitty version of Fortnite when I could just be playing Fortnite and I wanna Yes, okay, and now I'm Mr. I Fortnite. I think I am the best Fortnite player in history. I won a... I, fit, I literally yeah, got number it. one victory ro- uh, royale, and I'm, I'm, I'm it. That's it. I'm retiring. I'm retiring the best. Marvel like Snap. Yeah, Marvel that's, Snap. A fun, that's a fun game. I always had that Black Adam card up my sleeve. Uh, all right. So, anything else? We're good. Bert, nothing else. I think we're good, gentlemen. Yeah, we, we did good this week, considering we're at like half efficiency. If yeah. we're being kind. 